Hey, this is your host, Paul Edsbitter Jr., and I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and review the show. That way, we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey. And now, let's start the show. Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Atzbader Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man? It's going good, man. Always great to be out here. Still keeping the hustle going. Still keeping the flavor going. And I mean, geez, this this week is stock full of action. But I think one of the coolest things that we, we should hype up this week is that we're actually bringing a little bit more content to the people's ears, right? You know, I think this week we're, we're beginning. We're still trying to figure out an official name for it. Uh, you know, I, I've heard Extended Hustle be tossed around. I've, I've heard Hustle Friday be tossed around. But either way, uh, me and Paul are going to open open the, the floodgates and give you content, not only on the this Tuesday like today that you're expecting, but we also got something lined up for you on Friday. I like how you uh, you said you heard like you got sources other than me and you. <laughs> well, you know, you know, the, the, the people that work behind the scenes, which are not me and you. Don't right, really care right. anyone say they, you know, they, they got to give out little tips. I'm trying to be the Adam Schefter of Educated Hustle here. So, you know, yeah. stop breaking my news like that. Now, okay? <laughs> nah, it's all good. But, yeah, we definitely got some good some good extended content for you. A little bit more relaxed, get to know the guests a little bit more. Uh, we get to, you know, ask more of those playful questions that kind of get you more relaxed. And uh, I think it's definitely great if you love the interview today you'll definitely want to check out the Friday content as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely check that out. And uh, like, like Emilio said, we'll, we'll definitely come up with a name that, uh, that grabs your attention. Pretty much. And I think the, the best part about that is you can listen to the interviews in whatever order. Cause some of them are going to be, they might want to listen to the Friday one first to kind of get a filled person, then dive into the interview. Or maybe you enjoy the interview so much, you want to hear more about them on the personal side. So they're reversible. That's the good thing about them. But, you know, other than that big news, he also got even more big news, especially from a co-host that he's finally a made man. Yes, he's out of the apartment and in his own. Yes, his own. His name on the lease, the deed, or the certificate, whatever you want to call it. This man's in the house now, right? <laughs> Yeah, man, I uh, just moved into the new crib this weekend, so uh, definitely it's been a couple months in the works, but I'm definitely happy to have a, a new spot to call home, especially it's great to own your own property, especially, you know, with 444 coming out, Jay-Z talking about black excellence, owning it and everything, so, you know, you gotta you got to start from the bottom and make sure you, you know, own as many things as you can. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, it's credit. Credit's the thing right there. Paul, you know, only went to uh, only uh, he realized that instead of going to strip clubs, you should just build a credit up and you can own a house. And if you can't hear by the echo and the ambiance, you know, it's a big house, too, because the man is definitely out here. You know, you, you can you can hear the thunder in the walls when he's uh, speaking. So but, you know, congratulations. Like I said, I, I, I crossed that threshold last year and then Paul told me I'm, I want to do it. And, you know, he got it done. And it was a it was a definitely a, a lengthy process because you got to find uh, the, the right property, what you want to put your money 
in and if it's right for you. And that's the thing about buying a house that people don't really tell you about, like how long it takes to actually really buy a house. Because there's so much things you have to consider. And it's not like an apartment where you can kind of, you know, you give yourself a little two or three weeks, find what you want and then, and then say, I'm going to move in. Houses, it, man, it could take as, as long as, you know, a month or more if you're doing the just, you know, your due justice. I mean, me and my girlfriend, Sophia, we, we, we got our place and not a time that's healthy because we were kind of, you know, gun, gun held to the head. But I'm glad you went and took your time because I know you you, uh, you had specifications, you have your needs, and you made sure that they were all met, which a lot of people don't really do when it comes to houses. They get, you know, the glamour of owning a house. But it's like, trust me, if you're going to be in that puppy for 30 years and paying for 30 years, you're going to want the ship to be selling right the moment you get in. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it took me, I think. It took me like four or five months to find this place, to be honest with you. So it was definitely a lot of looking. Uh, I think I've seen over 10 to 15 houses during the process, you know. Um, so it all it, it really is a, a process. And when you get the when you get the to starting the home buying process, you got to make sure, you, like you said, your credit's right. You, you got to make sure you can afford the crib. Like, I, I think. Uh, what I was looking for specifically was just a house that was kind of undervalued, but it didn't need too much work. Um, so it's definitely something I want to put my stamp on. You know, it's it's a little it was a little cheaper than than the normal house, but it definitely needs you know new floors, new paint, all that good stuff. But I think eventually, once I get the house all upgraded and fixed up, it'll definitely be worth a lot more than it is. Exactly, man. What was the line go? You had a chance to buy a crib for for two million at Dumbo. <laughs> that same crib worth twenty five million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. <laughs> man, Paul is definitely trying to get ahead of the curve. But no, that's great news. Um, other great news before we you know get into our guests is that Wonder Woman two has officially been confirmed and it's coming out. And then even more big news is Wonder Woman itself has become. The highest gross in superhero movie released this year just officially passed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 over the weekend. And I'm a little bit, you know, upset because I haven't seen it yet and I want to support the phenomenon. But it's such a great thing to you have the first female superhero directed by a female director and starring Gal Gabbett, who, you know, got penny for the role, but it's going to be in for a big payday for the sequel. It's doing phenomenal things. And it's kind of crazy because a lot of people, a lot of the Hollywood executives, because, you know, they, they know so much, they felt that a female superhero would not at all sell to the audience like they don't feel like people would support it because they thought oh only men go to the theaters and you know st- stuff of that nature and now Wonder Woman has basically set the bar high and shown people like you can do this and Marvel has a you know a movie they're gonna have coming out with a female hero as a star too so I mean it's a nice it's a nice trend you know and I think the coolest thing about it is that we've they've done so many superhero movies now. They're starting to go to different stuff. So you have Wonder Woman and then Marvel with Captain Marvel, and then of course, you know every black person's in the dashiki waiting for Black Panther to come out. Because the thing about that movie is, I feel like it gets blacker and blacker with each promotion. So <laughs> it's definitely going to be an interesting um, next couple of years for superhero movies and how far they they go and really bring characters to life. Yeah, man, and. Uh... Isn't Wonder Woman? Didn't they already? Conf- you said they confirmed the, the sequel for the they second one, the right? Sequel yeah. already, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And then don't they have like a, a Justice League one coming out as well? Uh, yeah, a Justice League. So, one. so Gal Gadot, man, I see, you know, I'm about to ask for five dollars because she out here. Um... <laughs> I see DC out here putting putting out respectable movies, man. I know they were they were getting they always kind of getting uh, the public 
discern of what them when their movies yeah. come out, but it seems like they turned around a little bit in uh, putting out that quality content that you know Marvel's been putting out with all their past movies. So uh, it's good to see a little competition within the within the superhero realm. Exactly, exactly. Now, of course, to go on to our guest, we have the lovely Wendy Hendricks on today. She is actually her own weight program coach, but she's now kind of going into one of the things that's interesting that I see a lot of people do is the online workout where she's trying to get people who say, hey, I don't want to leave the comfort of my house to work out. She's like, well, you, you know, I got something for you. Yeah, she she yeah, it's really interesting what she started because it's a weight loss program and she actually spells it w-a-i-t and that stands for what am i thinking and basically she's an emotional eating uh specialist and what she does is she figures out why are you eating or why are you binge eating it's more to it than i just like food there's got to be an emotional tie to it so she coaches you she has an eight eight week program um that she kind of takes you through you know what exactly is happening beyond the person uh and she definitely helps people get through the you know their weight problems by ensuring that they got to think about this as, as more of a spiritual movement as more of a a, a movement to help you out in the long run and so that when you are taking that next bite of that snack that you enjoy you got to be more conscious of you know hey th- is this gonna actually make me healthy or is it just a short-term feel good but will have long-term lasting effects so when he's gonna definitely break down you know the emotional side of eating and how you can kind of avoid that Exactly. And she's a fun person. Like she 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 um definitely is light, carries the mood well. And I think the cool thing about her story is that she struggled with food. So she's been there, you know, she she'll she'll openly tell yourself like she spent decades, you know, just worried about her weight and how she's living before she finally just said, you know what, I got to do better. So I think that's a real genuine thing, because a lot of times some of these weight, you know, loss gurus, they've been they've been in, in shape and slim since day one. So it's nice to know that for Wendy, you know, she had her dark moments and she's been those lows. So if you go and you enter that program and you feel like, you know, she doesn't really get me, she'll get you. <laughs> you know, she openly says how, I don't know, how, 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 how turbulent of a past she had when it comes to food addiction. So she was really great. I think that she's a, a professor. I know me and me and Paul left the interview just like, wow. So, I mean, it, it's definitely something you guys will enjoy and something that, you, well, if, you know, if anything, will make you more aware of not only the food you put in your body, but how you can take better care of yourself. So, after the commercial break, we're excited for you to hear Miss Wendy Hendricks. All right. And today's guest, we have the emotional eating specialist, Miss Wendy Hendry. Wendy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, the first question is, what exactly does an emotional eating specialist do? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, I I used to be into, I was like a fitness trainer for a long, long time. And I realized that uh, a lot of my people were not losing weight, they were actually gaining weight. And so I started doing a lot of research on food and nutrition. And so then I became more of a weight loss, like a weight loss coach. 
but then I realized that most people have issues with emotional eating like I did. I did for a long, long time. And so that's kind of what I got into. So basically, I just help people uh, learn how to not succumb to their to their food addiction, to to their eating compulsions. I teach them a lot of mindfulness, how to be aware, how to be present. I have lots of techniques to help people learn how to how to overcome that. And that sounds like phenomenal. I, I, I definitely think everyone enters that point, especially after college where they realize, oh, man, I got to start c- taking care of my body. So it's good to know that there actually are coaches out here that are here to help. So I have to mm-hmm. ask, like, what's the common obstacle that you notice people have to overcome when it actually comes to eating better? Oh, it's so hard these days. It's I think preparation's probably the biggest one because it's just so easy to grab crappy food, and that's the cheap food, too. Uh, and we don't even realize how much poison we're putting into our body. And then we get addicted to sugar, and then it just kind of goes from there. So probably preparation, trying to find the healthy, good foods that are good for you. And I think I am a victim of that for sure because uh, <laughs> yeah. I hate preparing food. And then I'm always driving. Like my job allows me to drive all throughout the state. So, like, when I'm, you know, hungry, I just kind of pull over to the nearest fast food spot and then, like you said, put poison into my body. So right. definitely think I, I, I'm a, I'm a victim there. But I want to know, you know, you know, you kind of describe that as like a food prison. Um, right. So when you're trying to get out this food prison, is it best to just kind of cut all the bad foods out cold turkey or do you more suggest a strategy to slowly wean yourself off that? You know, that's that's a really good question. A lot of emotional eaters, and I used to call myself a binge eating specialist, but I realized that there's different, people have different definitions of what a binge is, and it's kind of all-encompassing. I mean, whether you're just overeating because you're in a hurry and you're not thinking, or whether you're consuming 10,000 calories to numb out and get away from stress and problems. It's sort of all the same thing and kind of all has the same, um, the same, uh, pattern and the same cure, I guess you could say too. Uh, you know what? I totally spaced your question. What did you, it was a long question, so I'll break it up. Uh, so basically to try to get onto the better path of healthy eating, should you just kind of cut all the yeah. unhealthy things out at once or slowly get off it? Oh, yeah. That's where, that's where I was going with this. So <laughs> a lot of times, another thing, too, is people confuse binging, emotional eating with just straight-on sugar addiction. And sugar is addictive. I mean, if you were to look at, at, at heroin powder or cocaine powder or meth or PCP, you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between refined flour and sugar. Anytime a substance is refined down to its purest form like that, it's going to be addictive. Uh, and so if somebody is a sugar addict, I say just go cold turkey, man. Get get the get the urges and the cravings gone because you only have to really suffer for about uh, four or five days and then it starts to get better. If someone's not a sugar addict, and you kind of know because if you're somebody that can take uh, half a dessert and leave the rest sitting on the plate, um, then you really can go more for moderation Personally, I am a sugar addict, and so for the most part, I don't I don't eat sugar 
But at the same time, I don't tell my brain I can't have sugar because as soon as you tell your brain you can't have something, it's like telling a kid they can't have a party when you're not home. Like it just makes it so much more appealing. So according to my brain, I can eat whatever I want. But when it comes down to making the actual choice, I choose the healthier option. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. As a matter of fact, I think it makes enough sense to let everyone know about the wisdom you're getting. So... That's yes. incredible. I mean, you, you've been doing this for a while, so I'm sure you have some great stories. Is there like a, is there actually like a story that you're actually like the most proud of? Uh, probably the first client I went one-on-one with. So I had this client and um, it was the first guy I've worked with too. Guys sometimes have a hard time admitting that they have issues, but he was a really, really hardcore binger. Like he, after his work, he was, he was in his thirties. He had two darling kids and he had this great wife and an amazing business, super rich, wealthy dude. And after work, he would go to four or five restaurants every night and have full dinners at each of these restaurants. And he was um, probably 150 pounds overweight, probably had at least 150 pounds he needed to lose. He was on 13 medications and his doctor told him uh, that he had no more than two years to live unless he did something. And he had been to inpatient therapy, he'd been to counselors, He'd tried everything, medication and stuff. And um, I worked with him two weeks. I, I talked to him once a week, twice, and he hasn't finished since. And that was over a year ago. So it's really cool. And he's off all of his medications. He's doing so good. I just talked to him the day before yesterday. He's my, he's my happy story. Awesome. And I think that, you know, that's a, that's a common thing. Like people's diet, people's eating could lead to so many health problems and uh i definitely think you know what you're doing is amazing and i'm glad that you are in this field because uh i think a lot of people see a lot of tv shows and a lot of different ads about weight loss um so i wanted to know from your perspective you know what's a common misconception about weight loss oh you know probably the biggest is that people think they can exercise themselves down and you just can't I and mean, exercise is not an effective weight loss tool if anything it can hamper weight loss especially cardio weights are weights are good yoga is terrific um, but too much cardio that's just gonna mess up your weight loss period oh why is that um oh there's lots of reasons one it increases cortisol and so, which makes sense, cortisol is your fight or flight instinct. And so you're in like these Zumba classes, which I teach fitness classes, including Zumba. So it, there you go. But it is what it is. You're in these classes and you have these instructors yelling at you and you have loud music. And so your fight or flight's going to kick in. It increases cortisol, uh, which affects your insulin. And that's gives you that round belly fat a lot of times. And then there's something called adaptive thermogenesis so a lot of people think it's calories in calories out but it's not our bodies are way way too smart for that and we have like this internal thermostat and so when we're burning a bunch of calories um, our body says oh she's burning extra calories I better slow down and uh, it tries to keep that keep everything the same and so the metabolism slows down so you kind of hold on to things um, and then a lot of it too is just we don't realize how how 
many calories we're burning, we're hungry, we end up eating more. So it's really, and I'm not saying not to exercise, we have to exercise. I mean, it's important. But just if you're trying to lose weight, you can slow things down a little bit, and you'll probably have better success. Just go easy, go moderate while you're trying to lose. And then when you're trying to maintain, you're fine to hit it hard again. I think that's definitely words to live by. You got to put that in yes, your Yes, I got two. Okay, <laughs> my goal my goal was three, so you got to give me something else to get wise oh, about. Oh man, okay. Well, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna make the stakes on for now. So, <laughs> I mean, just going off that, I think one of the cool things about what you do is on your website, you you have this whole weight program, and one thing you actually do is you can actually encourage people to become a weight coach. Could you actually tell us about that process and actually how does it all go about? Yeah, sure. Um, meanwhile, let me give you, this will probably help your readers for any of you guys that are struggling. So weight stands for what am I thinking? Cool acronym, right? So here's, here's the deal, um, with really any kind of compulsion, not even just eating. As a matter of fact, I taught my son these principles and he quit smoking. So bam, it works for everything. So there's two voices in your head. You have the voice that's telling you to eat the donut. And then you have the voice that's telling you to eat the broccoli. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Those There's two competing voices always. Get drunk, don't get drunk. Um, go party, don't party. And you have two parts of your brains that are saying, that are like saying these different things. The one part, the part of your brain that's telling you to do the naughty thing, like to get drunk or eat sugar or whatever it is. Um, it's coming from a part of your brain called the limbic system. And that's the part of the brain that wants to keep you alive. It's it's like your fight or flight instinct. Um, it houses your habits. Uh, its purpose is to keep you alive. It has your breathing, your heart rate, all that stuff. And the part of your brain that's telling you to eat the broccoli is coming from a place in the front called the prefrontal cortex. And that part of your brain doesn't fully develop until you're in your mid-20s. So if you have teenagers you understand they don't have fully functioning brains. And your prefrontal cortex, that's what's responsible for you. It's who you are. It houses your personality. It houses your, your uh, intellect. It, it is always looking out for your best interest. Uh, and so that's the voice that you want to listen to. And we have these this limbic system shouting all sorts of things to us because it wants to feel good. It likes that dopamine release. It likes um, anything that, that makes us feel good. And so it's shouting all this stuff, but it's not the voice that we should be listening to. And we get confused and we think that voice is us, but it's not. It's It's that the limbic system is the same in me as it is in a in an alligator like it's the same it's just there to keep you alive it's just shouting these things for whatever reason there's lots of reasons that i don't need to go into um but you don't have to listen to that voice and so weight is kind of the reminder it's what i use to remind me when i was binging uh, to stop and to think what am i thinking and listen to those voices like listen to them and you don't have to you can ignore the limbic system. You don't have to do what it says. It's like a baby that's screaming. Just let it scream. Let the urges come. Let the cravings come. They're not going to hurt you. And whether you feed a craving or not, uh, it's going to go away. So just let it go away. And so a weight coach, what a weight coach is, and are you impressed that I remembered your question? <laughs> a weight coach is just somebody that teaches these principles. I have all of these techniques to kind of help people hear um, those voices and learn to respond to the one that wants your best interest. 
Uh, and so I just teach people those same principles, those same techniques, and those are my weight coaches. And I just barely started that. I've been doing mostly just workshops, but it's gotten pretty big. And so I've had a lot of my um, like workshop graduates, I guess you could say, want to help their friends and teach other people. And so, um, so we just finished one one course where I had where I graduated a few weight coaches, and then the next one's in September. Awesome. And it sounds like a great program. And I just kind of want to know, you know, take you back to the beginning. Um, so when did you start your business and how has it evolved since you started? Oh, man, it's not even the same thing at all. My business started, like I like I said in the beginning, I was a fitness trainer and I had a gym called Sweaty Chicks Fitness. Um, <laughs> and then I just kind of started seeing the people, the girls at Sweaty Chicks, struggle with their eating. So that developed and became, I became a health, a certified health coach to help with nutrition. Um, and then the emotional eating stuff really started with my book. So I wrote my book, my, it's called weight loss, the weight loss, W A I T L O S S the keys to food freedom. Um, and it was just my story. It was supposed to be for my nutrition clients just so they could find out my story and how I quit binging. And it just kind of went crazy from there. Like it hit the Amazon bestseller on the second day. I just didn't expect it. And then I started having people asking me if I could help them with their binging and their emotional eating. And I fell in love with it. And I feel like it's kind of my mission in life. And that's what I do. And that is amazing. So I think one of the cool things about you is you have a lot of other facets that you are kind of low-key with that people don't know about. And one of them is actually you have a book that you mm-hmm. wrote that's actually gotten you some significant accolades. Of course, I'm talking about weight loss, the key to food freedom and win the battle of the binge. Could you tell me what the reception has been and the feedback you've gotten about the book has been? Oh, I did not expect it. It started out just as a pamphlet for my clients, and then it ended up being bigger, and so I self-published it. And um, like I said, it hit Amazon bestseller the second day that I had it listed, which I I just didn't expect and it's gotten great reviews and it's just my story um but it's helped it's helped a lot of people it's it's been a huge blessing actually great and then um so you you know you launched a video series uh for your clients and I just wanted to know exactly uh what do the users have to expect if they you know go ahead and take your video courses mm-hmm. so the video course comes with kind of a membership too and so so we have a lot, there's, there's a lot of interaction with other people, like the whole group, and we do weekly Zooms, um, and the videos, there's 10 videos, but there's eight, like, different principles that are taught. So there's, like, the starting video and the ending video, and then the things that are taught, half of them are on the physical health principles, like eating every two to three hours and drinking your water and balancing your carbs and proteins. Because since our prefrontal cortex, our brain takes glucose, just like the rest of our body, you have to be feeding it correctly in order to be able to, to manage it. And then the other four videos are just mindfulness techniques, learning to hear that voice, um, learning how to ignore that voice. Uh, and what to do with it, et cetera. So they, I send them, they're all in a module. And I, I recommend people do one video a week, but some people are kind of blowing through them pretty quick. So it's just up to the person. Mm, so that's great that your, your reception and, and has been like phenomenal with that. So, I mean, I, answer this the best way you can. Do you have 
anything planned in the future besides the video series on how you can actually expand your reach and influence with your audience? Man, that's such a good question. I'm so I'm I'm an old lady and so I'm bad at all of this social media online marketing <laughs> stuff, you know. I I barely figured out how to get on this recording here. Um, <laughs> I, I think the 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 way that my future is all about weight coaches and so all about teaching other people what I do so that they can do it. And so I'm hoping I'll be able to reach more people that way because it's pretty limited with how much I can how much I can do. So that's my that's my plan. Okay, okay. And then you know, for, for people, so just say for somebody who's listening to this podcast, you know, they're thinking about joining your program, um, you know, or maybe they're not even thinking about joining your program. Maybe they're just, they just kind of want to know a, 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 a pro tip on where to start first with yeah. their weight loss. Like, what, what would you say is the beginning of a successful weight loss program? I would say the first thing you do is grab my book and read my book. It's a quick, <laughs> easy read, and it's cheap. And if you can't afford it, you can even email me, and I'll just send it to you because I, I think that's how important the information is. But if I had to just give one, one tip to start on your journey, on your health journey, it would be to not let yourself get hungry, to eat every two to three hours and make sure you're eating enough protein uh, because if you're letting yourself get hungry, then you're completely at the mercy of that limbic system. Like there's nothing you can do because it's going to it's gonna force you to eat just like it would force you to breathe if you quit breathing. So that would be my number one tip. And drink lots of water because it's good for you. I think you had to let it, you know, yes. delay, you had to delay it just for the anticipation. So. <laughs> I mean, Wow. It, it's been a phenomenal, I guess, time. And I, I wanted to say this. Your book is only six ninety nine on Amazon, people. So on Amazon right now, weight loss, the key to food freedom and win the battle to binge, six ninety nine on Amazon. I think we I think we could all afford it. If you couldn't, you know, Wendy will email it to you or me and Paul will chip in we'll slide you two dollars. <laughs> it's even cheaper than that on Audible and or on Kindle. If you're Kindle Unlimited, it's free. So Let's just get it out there. Yeah, like I mean, you, you can you can find it and get it. Like there should be no excuse. But hey, yeah. people spend that money on, on the meals so they can spend exactly. them on the book. Exactly. At Starbucks on a, yeah, exactly. On a rainbow unicorn latte or whatever. Frappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, Wendy, you've been amazing. You've definitely come on. You helped us be inspired and wanted to get out there and learn more about healthy eating habits. So, uh, I've um, seen your pictures. I think you guys are just fine. You need oh. to come be great coaches, and then you can teach other people oh, your oh my gosh. tricks nah, for being nah, hot. Man. We, can I, can just... you send that to my mom? Like, just... <laughs> 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 we could all we could all use uh, that extra push. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you, you've been amazing. We want to hit you with the, the final um, two questions, the the famous two piece. Uh -oh. First one is always easy. Um, how can the people reach you? Oh, that one is easy. Just wendyhendry.com, W-E-N-D-Y-H-E-N-D-R-Y.com. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, and then the last question. This is going to probably require some thought. 
Um, okay. No pressure. Just the last question. Okay. Just the last thing I'm our sweating. audience is going to hear from you today. Just the fact you said that, I'm sweating. Okay? I know, right? I mean, well, it's no yeah. big deal. Just final words and all that. But anyways, what would be some imparting wisdom that you could leave with our audience today? Oh, man. Wisdom. According to my kids, I, I don't have a lot of that. I have eight kids. And <laughs> to me, the the okay, the number one thing is to quit beating yourself up. I talk to people all day long and they are beating the living crap out of themselves for doing things that are so incredibly normal. I talked to somebody today and she said, I can't believe I ate a whole bag of popcorn. Like you ate a whole bag of popcorn. Big deal. Big deal. And so instead, after you eat something that you think you shouldn't, instead of telling yourself how much you suck, Say, well, that was normal of me. That's it. That's all you got to say. Well, that was normal of me. And, uh, and be kind to yourself for Pete's sake. We're too, we're too hard on ourselves. Hmm? Yes! I hmm? Bonus. Oh, there you go. We'll wow. give a free Extra credit. Exactly. <laughs> so you learn, you learn about life on the show. It's not just about business. Well, Wendy, That's you've been amazing. I, I think you've, Done it all for us. I mean, I feel like we've definitely got a new take on life just after hearing you speak today. Oh, thanks. Now, will you? T- I'll tell your mom you're hot if you'll tell my kids I'm wise. You, you got it. That's a fair exchange. <laughs> That's, I, man, I, I'm, I'm in my emails right now. You want to do a voice recording? All right. You got it. Play the episode, Wendy's Children. <laughs> Wendy is very wise. You should listen to her. She brings life. If you don't respect it now, you're respecting them. Just give us some time. But I'm telling you right now, guru, guru vibes, guru vibes. I have to what? remind myself, they don't have fully functioning brain gems. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. That was Wendy Hendry giving you that emotional eating advice that you all need and love. Emilio, what you think, man? I think she did phenomenal. It's, it's, you know, when you, when we reach out to people and we, 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 we tell them to come on the show, it's always just you know, a wait and see because we don't really know how everyone will translate to the podcast. And she definitely blew us away. I think she was really personable, really likable, really knowledgeable too. And I, I love the fact that she's not afraid to like make fun of herself. So she was a great guest, and I really do hope our audience really got a lot from her because I know that me and Paul certainly did. Most definitely, bro. And um, I think that the biggest thing for me was just um, taking n- n- the, the, the key advice was not letting yourself get hungry. And I think that uh, that's a, a hit home for me because I feel like I'm working all day and I just don't even think about eating until I have to. And then when I do have to, I go over the top. So it's 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 nice to kind of hear that advice. You got to get back down to it. Just eat every two to three hours, maybe a couple small snacks here and there, and make sure you prep for success because your your eating habits can lead to your stress levels, and, and it can lead to not getting to where you want to get because you always got to go to the doctor because something's wrong, or you, know, you always got to take time out of the day to do something else regarding your health, and that's going to definitely set you back from setting the goals that you want to set. So definitely start with the diet and make sure that you're eating healthy and eating right so that you can take on the world. Exactly. I think that's essential right there. And, and trust me, it's, it's hard. Everyone's dealing with it. Shoot America and the obesity. We don't even got to say what it is because you already know. So 
definitely something that everyone struggles with, but, you know, you, you can do better and you will do better. But anyways, you know what always leads you to the right path? Remembering how you, yes, you, can connect with us. See, Educate Hustle is available to be connected with on a variety of social medias. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle, that's all one word, Educate Hustle, where you post snaps, behind-the-scenes videos, and little things throughout the week to let you know about what the modal motivation hustle is we are also on instagram at educate hustle podcast once again that is educate hustle podcast there you post videos photos little clip things of what episode came out this week and if you're very very lucky paul will curate some content to help motivate and inspire you to do better and be better we are also on facebook you can like our page at educate hustle that's two words educated hustle you know you reached the right page because you'll see the logo that you guys all know and love and of course i have to take a break from that plugging to get into even more plugging if you have not already please 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 review and rate our show on itunes it's very easy if you have an apple device just go to the apple podcast there's a purple thing with a mic on it search educate hustle two words you'll see our show logo click it in the middle of the screen will be a review button you hit that review button you rate us we prefer five stars yes five stars and then you give the review a title and then you write what you think about the show and it could be something long and great and magnificent as it's lit or something short and sweet as it's we'll take reader one just you know make sure that you review it five stars and let the people know that you enjoy your time with us and everyone knows that when you review us it leads to moral awareness which then leads to better guests which then leads to better shows which then leads to even more of your happiness so please please, please rate and review the show if you have not done already now i have to go back from my initial plugin into basically just that that initial plugin you can also follow us on twitter at educator underscore hustle once again that is educator underscore hustle there we do daily tweets interactions it's probably one of the best ways to actually reach me and paul because it goes right to our phone and we always respond always and last but not least if you really feel like the show has done a lot changed your life made you feel a certain way or you just want to be on the show want to do talk collaborative opportunities do not hesitate to email us at educate podcast at gmail.com once again that is educate podcast at gmail.com yes sir and you gotta lead us out bro lead us out People, 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 go out there and be the best version of yourself. It's very easy to give yourself reason to season why you can't do better and achieve more. But the hard road is always the one that's worth taking. Wendy did it herself. She t- can openly tell you how she was eating bad, overweight, and she finally settled down and went in, worked on herself, and came out better for it. And we notice people out there that want to be better. So please, please, please use that intensity. Use that. Use what Wendy used and make yourself better. And trust me, it's a hard road, but we're here to help. Wendy has her website. You can always drop a line to Educate Hustle, and we'll give you some more motivation in case you need it. And as always, you got to stay educated and keep hustling.